Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is another mini-sode. Mini, mini, mini. Spoilers. Yes. For Crescent City 3. Mm-hmm. All Crescent City. Yep. All Akatar. Mm-hmm. And the bonus chapters. Yes. Because we're finishing up talking about the last three bonus chapters this week. Mm-hmm. If you're here to get an idea of what the bonus chapters are because you can't find them anywhere online, welcome. Yeah. You're, you're allowed. <laughs> you're allowed to be here. We will recap them for you. Yes. Also, but, well, we'll plug uh, the person that we were able to get all the content from because we only got one edition. Obviously, we weren't buying 10 or seven, however many it is. <laughs> five. Uh, five. Whatever. <laughs> Um, it feels like 10. It feels like 10. Uh, the Instagram is house.of.hurricane. Um, she's got all of the bonus chapters saved on her story highlights. So you can go check that out if yes. you haven't been able to find them. Big shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we're talking the Ember Randall bonus chapter. Yep. The Bryce Hunt bonus chapter. Mm-hmm. And then the Bryce Danica yes. bonus, cha- bonus, <laughs> bonus chapter. Yep. Um, where do you want to start? Um, we can do the Bryce Danica one. I had a feeling you were going to say that one. Did I you? just, that was a little guessing game I just played <laughs> with myself just because I feel like it's going to be your least favorite. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there was a least favorite one. I didn't hate this chapter. I just know how much you love Danica. Love Danica. Love Danica. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was hoping for in this chapter. Right. I don't know if it met my expectations for what I was hoping for, but I felt like it was a good glimpse into like mm-hmm. Danica a little bit, I guess. Well, um, it felt like just an average night. Yeah. It was kind where of like she cool happened to-, to get this tattoo. Yeah. Well, it didn't. It didn't. Like it felt to me like you could kind of see that Danica wanted to tell her all these things yeah, and was just trying to figure out how. Mm-hmm. And like every time she almost did, people came up and it's like, so it kind of gave you that perspective that maybe she wasn't trying to hide all these secrets forever. Yeah. Like it, it almost made me mm, likes a strong word, like <laughs> Danica a little more. Um, right. It just, it gave you a good insight into like, she was clearly struggling with keeping all this information to herself. Right. Like she was it's a getting a lot for a person to carry. Right. She was getting trashed like, yeah. and getting so high. Like she wanted to distract herself with anything because yeah. she couldn't talk about it. And then it's like Bryce noticed that she wasn't into like the Omega of the pack when yeah, she had thorn. been for so long. And she's like, well, you haven't been on a date actually in so long. And it's like that's okay, hinting at backseat. Right. It's hinting at backseat. So, so like it was nice to see like these things that we've been hinted at from like Bryce's side that we yeah. can actually see kind of how it was for Danica yeah. when it was happening. Um so I didn't dislike this chapter. Yeah. I just didn't know what to expect because I was like, okay, we're getting a flashback. Are we gonna get where she was right. like, you know, down with her for the drop? Or are we gonna get like I didn't know when it was gonna happen, but I'm glad it was like this yeah part I guess yeah 
Yeah. So this chapter mm-hmm. is pre-death, seemingly an average night where Danica's just like super unhappy. Mm-hmm. Bryce gets home from work. Danica convinces her to go out. They 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 run into some of the other wolves, tell them not to get into trouble, but they're like partying away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then essentially the night ends with Danica being like, "Let's get best friend tattoos," mm-hmm. and she has she lies to the tattooist saying there's like some special wolf thing juju that they put in there, thing. yeah, and that's what was being mixed into the tattoo ink when we know it was the horn, right? Um, and so I just it. I, I think the only other thing I would add is it just it, – it felt like a sweet picture of, like, two best friends. Yeah. You know? I think the only other thing – the thing I didn't like about this chapter is it kind of gave you, a like, a rub against Connor. Like, mm. I didn't like the way that they portrayed Connor in this chapter. Because it was just, like, he was – he was, like, looking down on Bryce for, like, not – like keeping Danica in check and like he was kind of like disappointed in her it's like that's not her job I was like that's not her job and also like I don't know they've painted Connor in such a good light throughout the books that like this rubbed me wrong when it was just like okay the one time you're gonna give a Connor perspective and it's like a negative of him like we just had like that beautiful ending with him and Ethan like reuniting I was like why are you rubbing Connor Mm. so I kind of didn't like that about this chapter but this was also flashback so i'm curious right. I, I it didn't give like an exact timeline well this is this was when she got the horn tattoo which well, i was... know but i don't know what the timeline is between when she got the horn tattoo mm-hmm. and when they died like was that a few years was that, that i thought that was like a week or two after was it literally a week or two yeah i thought it was like i, I thought it was like within the month like it was not that long after oh yeah i I completely forgot. Because when they were looking at Danica's whereabouts, when they were like trying to research her whereabouts the past like two or three weeks, like the tattoo shop was the only one that Bryce didn't go investigate because she was was there. Yeah. So it's like this was literally just right before CC1 started. So. Well. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So those are. Yeah. That's my thought on on all of that. All right. Um, Bryce Hunt. Sure. Okay. What do you. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say recap for us. I was going to say this is post everything. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like the day night chapter Mm -hmm. after it all. They're essentially visiting her mom for winter solstice. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is like a small town that's like truly celebrating winter solstice. Yeah. Like there's services, there's Mm -hmm. luncheons, there's all these things. Um, We find out that her mom does like a weird lettuce baby pottery thing. So weird. It reminded me of Cabbage Patch Kids. It did to me too. I was like, I don't like this. Have you been to the Cabbage Patch Kid place? Creepiest place in the whole world. It's so creepy. Okay. So y'all, not far from where Sarah and I live up in Dahlonega. I think it's Dahlonega. It's Cabbage Town actually. It's Cabbage Town. (laughs) Um, But there's like a whole like, it's like an old house mansion thing that's been converted to like cabbage patch kids store slash well, it's where they're made it's slash design place yeah it's creepy it's so creepy yeah they they make these cabbage patch dolls and like they come out of the ground yeah like, you can watch the them literally come out of the it's ground it's the creepiest thing ever there's like a little nursery Weird. it's freaky so weird and but that was the only thing i could picture this entire time yeah i don't i did not like that she did cabbage patch pottery <laughs> lettuce baby dolls i was like no this is a weird 
It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but Bryce thinks it's hilarious and she's um trying to integrate it into the decorating that she was volunteered for at the temple. And yeah. I'm just like, this is such a classic Bryce move. Mm-hmm. Like all that shit goes down. Right. And Bryce is still stirring up trouble. Yes. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. she has stayed true to herself. Yes. She didn't let power go to her head no. like Thea. She is Bryce through and through. Yes. Um, let's see. They mention first light zero again. Um, they go to the winter solstice thing. Lettuce babies in the decor was not a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, they start talking about Millie, who's another human there yeah. that her mom is like worried about. But Millie is apparently like obsessed with angels and mm-hmm. hunt. She's like ogling hunt. I'm curious if Millie comes up again in the future. Cause they said her name like <laughs> 12 times. I know. It was like Millie Fanowski or whatever it was. Um, they talk about kids as a possibility for mm-hmm. a moment. Yeah. Um, and then they exchange gifts and Hunt got her like a rare mint, like jelly Jubilee. Mm-hmm. And she got him a Hunt inspired lettuce baby. Yes. And I just, I, it just, it felt like a fun interaction of these two. It mm-hmm. reminded us that despite everything, they're, they're together. S- they're still together. Mm-hmm. They're still them. And I thought this quote was really sweet. Um, she says, it's a solstice miracle. And Hunt says, it is. And Bryce knew he wasn't talking about the toys. This, them being here together, that was the miracle. And it's just. It's sweet. They lived. They lived. They did it. Right. This is like normal life now. Yeah. Like that, like that visiting home for the holidays. That's Mm -hmm. real life. Yeah. And so similar to like the Lydia and Rune chapter, it just, it's sweet seeing them heal, Mm -hmm. seeing them get back to normal life to be working through the settling aspect, but to be in it, you know, and to still be them. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It was nice. It was, yeah. It's sweet. Just nothing like earth shattering or anything. It was just, no, it was a sweet little chapter. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Mm -hmm. Ember and Randall. Yes. what do you think about this one? Um, it, at first when I was like, there's an Ember Randall chapter, I was like, this is kind of pointless. Um, but then <laughs> until you found out until I found out that it's when they went to the night court yep. and I was like, oh, this is actually like a cool chapter. Yep. Um, so in, in terms of flashback chapters, I was not mad at this one. No. Well, I think cause this is like, it's just insight into like why Nesta was like sad to see Ember leave. Like yeah. I thought it was a good explanation for it was sweet. It was sweet. So like I, yeah, in terms of flashback, like this is, this is an appropriate, like stick a flashback chapter in. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I think about like the, when they were in the cave, the as um, Nesta Bryce chapter, like that's a pointless chapter. Like, to be mm-hmm. honest, like that's not worth a flashback almost, but this one actually feels important. Yeah. So um, it's funny because you know everybody was clamoring for the Bryce as yes. bonus chapter. I know, and everyone was like Ember Randall. I don't care. No, I jokes know. on them. I know. Yeah, this was this was definitely one of the best. Yeah, but um, so we get this picture of Ember basically standing up for Nesta against Reese because mm-hmm. Reese is pissed at her for giving away the mask and taking these humans. Right, and Ember is so funny. She's like. Could you just fucking get over it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. Hey spunk. there, mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True mama bear just coming out. I know. And it's like, but I think she said, I think there was a line in there about how something in Nesta reminded her of Bryce and she 
appreciated how Nesta, who didn't know her daughter, Mm -hmm. still believed in her daughter. Right. And so I think that connection there Mm -hmm. made her mama bear over Nesta a little bit. Which is, Nesta never got that. Right. So. I mean, she kind of did. Her mom favored her. Her Okay. Her mom favored her. Yes. But her mom was not loving. No. No, So to have a protective yeah like what a mother loving should be. mother mm-hmm. moment i think was very sweet and i'm curious how that plays out in a future akatar book yeah there's a lot of things i'm curious about with the future mm-hmm. akatar books but yeah oh also i don't know i think we might have completely skipped this little piece um i know it's not this bonus chapter but it reminded me like as a nesta kind of mentioned like family for nesta like Ad made, Ad oh. made that comment. Was that in the bonus chapter? That was in that other bonus the chapter. The other bonus yeah. chapter. I know we didn't talk about it then, but I was just like, huh? Like, is Nesta and Cassian trying That's to start a family? Right. We totally didn't talk about that because there was the question about like what it takes to be a good mother. Right. And how you don't have to have a good mother to be a good mother. Right. It was like. How did we miss that? I don't know. But it was like, as was implying that like Nesta, you can be a good mom. So it makes me think that like Cassian wants kids. Nesta doesn't because Nesta doesn't think she'll be a good mom. Yeah. So just needed to shout that out. <laughs> That's true. That's a really good call out. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, was there anything? Um, well, so Reese and Randall are bonding over the obnoxious, strong women in their life. Yes. Um, and I thought, I thought this, this description of Bryce that Resan gave was mm-hmm. interesting. He said, I don't know your daughter, but my companion spent enough time with her lately to give me an idea. She's soft hearted, yet ruthless, scheming, yet impulsive, determined and stubborn, and with a dangerous tendency towards recklessness. And I was like, she really is quite the dichotomy. Mm-hmm of characteristics yeah and like always keeps you guessing Mm -hmm. um and then ember answers she's been like that since she was a baby imagine all of that in a one-year-old and you're like i'm so sorry ember Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you clearly went through that Mm -hmm. um but i just i thought that was a very astute description of her it was and i liked how that was put Mm mm-hmm and I just, I really appreciated how sassy Ember was. Yeah. Because even she was like, I, don't, I'll kill my daughter. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> like, just whenever I get home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just, it was a fun picture of the two of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So mostly low key bonus chapters. Right. Some sweet moments. Mm-hmm. Some ooh moments. <laughs> some meh moments. Yeah. What do you guys think? What was your favorite? I think mine has to be day and night. I think mine's day and night too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite bonus chapter? Good question. Let us know. And we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at at fairies and fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.